Welcome to the Morecambe Bay podcast with Nigel Thompson. There's a lot going on when it comes to creativity around the bay. Maybe it's the area that inspires people to take pictures, paint and debate, as we've discussed many times on the podcast. But a team have recently celebrated their anniversary are about to stage their latest public production. They're all writers who live in the West End and meet at a cracking little venue they've called the Nib Crib on West Street. Founding member is Jim Lupton. I only started writing uh, about six years ago, I would would imagine, and uh, I took to it and uh, I wanted to be uh, a writer for a long, long time. The environment I grew up in wasn't really favourable to me, but then I sort of stuck my neck out and went for it and uh, found I was all right at it. We're doing lots of projects now, and uh, I've garnered a lovely group of friends that are like-minded and having a really good time. Well, it's good to hear. One of those friends is, is Amy as well. You're you're a proud member of the Nib Club, and you describe yourself a minute ago as a hanger-on, though. But I'm sure you're not. <laughs> well, I think I found the Nib Club, but found it was just it was very accepting. There was no judgment. You were just it was just a very encouraging environment to be in and lots and lots of fun so yeah we we've managed over the sort of last 18 months not two, two years, years crikey on the 1st of september yeah so over the last couple of years we've managed to sort of start up a lot of new groups all of which involve words in one way shape or another and uh, yeah so it's it's really exciting project to be a part of and for the day job you're a work the nhs yeah so, so this is completely different nice release is it yeah it's completely different and just i'm able to be a lot more creative and uh, yeah and use my mind in a very different way excellent stuff and also two other guests as well just introduce yourselves please and tell us about your involvement in, in the nib crib yeah well uh, i'm martin uh, one of the founder members as well as uh, jeffrey is as well uh predominantly a poet um and yeah kind of like uh been hanging around with uh, Jim for a long time. He's been a long-suffering friend of mine, and uh, basically, when he uh, had the studio space and was hoping to open that up and keep a keep a place that offers some hope for writers in the area, I was more than happy to uh, help in any way I could. Jeffrey, it's great news, isn't it? Hundred odd, hundred and sixty people involved now, and you're one of them as well. Um, yes. Uh one of the founder members, as Martin said. Um, yeah, 160 in the Facebook group, and hopefully um, if people if people hear that, will we'll remember, oh, yes, I'm in that Nip Crib group, and, uh, um, uh, and, and come along, you know. It, it's probably you know more, more, half or less who actually, who actually come to an event of that group yet, but um, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing people listening to this might think, well, that sounds okay, it sounds interesting, it's like-minded people writing, but there's a, there's a blackboard behind you. And you've got an amazing list of things that you do, show and tell, book club, play reads, comedy night, workshops. I mean, t- tell us a bit more about what, what, what goes on here. Then. One of my th- main things is uh, getting people to write their own stuff and come and perform it in front of people. I find that uh, people find it very cathartic. Uh, people that want to be writers and are too scared are welcome here, and they will get a, they will be eased into it with a, with a bit of luck, and then become uh, uh, become writers in their own right, and and become confident enough to be able to write and and uh, perform it. That's that's the thing that I love more than anything else. Because it is hard, isn't it, when you think you can write, but you're not really sure, but you're not quite sure where to go to, because they might write better than you write, and it's all a bit yeah. of a kind of a some people never make it, do they? And there's a point to. Uh, to it when people find that they've found a tribe 
people are drifting around that want to be writers, when they find a group that encourages them and talks about it and lets them get on with it and doesn't judge them, then they find the tribe and they're happy and they're happier. So, um, so yeah, we do, we do that. Uh, which is a great thing, and an another thing that I'm, I'm closely involved in is the uh, we have a, a, a very eclectic uh, book club. Uh, so we put uh, a, a book a month and uh, uh, read it, and then come once a month and have a fight about it, and then we have a, uh, a fight about everything else, and then we have a fight about what we're going to choose next month, and it's all very good. So it's fight club, it, not book club. Yeah, <laughs> I was interested, well, Amy was telling us before about your experience of stand-up. I mean, again, never mind writing. Writing and then performing it as a stand-up is a, it's a league apart, isn't it? Well, it is, but I think the writing is such a valuable part of that. So we do also run, um, it's, it's had a bit of a break for the summer, but we run um, a sketch writing uh, group as well. So it's not just one person, it's everybody being able to come in and plug their ideas and, and batten them. It sounds like we're in a really violent group, doesn't it? <laughs> and just kind of throw them around the room a little bit and... And, um, yeah, and then we, we've ended up with some absolutely hilarious sketches that everybody then feels that they've been involved in, everybody's taken a part, and then the next step for that, which we've not quite made yet, will be about performing it. But we're, we're close, we, we're, we're building up. But again, it's about that confidence and about people feeling listened to and actually feeling like their input is worthwhile. Do you think this day and age as well, after lockdown and things like that, there's a bit of a you know a buzz of people or a, a you know a kind of a like you say a tribe of people who've been quietly beavering away to keep themselves active and sane, and all of a sudden now they want to perform it in front of a few people? Is that is that how is that how you began? Um, I began. I actually uh, started with the write up just be, with the writing comedy just before lockdown, um, and just yeah naively wanting to see what writer stand up comedy was all about, not realising I would actually have to perform it if I took part in that class um, for 45 but, yeah. minutes as well that's, that's quite a time <laughs> well there was it? A, I was going to say so it started <laughs> off but just again with the small sketches and just with the sort of just the storytelling which is all part of what we do here and how much fun that was um, and then getting that uh, sort of instant feedback that oh actually this might be quite funny and then that sort of it built and built and that's how I ended up meeting a lot of these uh, nib crib people and then we just decided actually do you know what we, we yeah. would like that little space where it's not about big projects it's just about each individual achieving something and feeling yeah feeling a sense of belonging and feeling like they've they, they fit in somewhere so how did you feel then when you performed 45 minutes of stand-up was it was it relief or exhilaration or terror it was just pure <laughs> adrenaline so I couldn't tell you now how I feel <laughs> it was just I was there and I did it and now I've retired from stand-up comedy but I'm happily <laughs> oh. um, writing sketches with people who come along to the sketch group. It's good to hear you did it as well. That's, uh, that's really admirable, is that? But yeah. talking performances and sketch writing as well, you're taking it to the next level. You're doing a public performance uh, this coming weekend in Morecambe. Uh, it's called West End. Do you want to tell us a bit more about it? Uh, yes, uh, West End is part of... We do a lot of collaborations. We collaborate with uh, Creative West End and a Good Things Collective uh, a lot. I'm currently collaborating with uh, Zuppa as a... Uh, uh, a theatre group from Halifax, Nova Scotia and they're coming in the uh, spring to do a show called This Is Nowhere. I've written a piece for them uh, that will be performed sometime in the spring but uh, Martin and I uh, co-write quite a lot together um, and uh, co-write quite a lot together. You can't tell I'm a writer, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, we co-write, and uh, we've written a, a, a little nonsense, as we like to call it, a lot of punnery and uh, a, a bit of local um, nonsense about a dragon coming down to West End. And uh, one of our friends, and the friend that introduced you to us, Malcolm O'Neill, is playing the uh, slightly um, uh, slightly corrupt, shall I say, <laughs> mayor, mayor, mayor of West End here, Mayor Bungworthy. And Mayor Bungworthy's task is to try and placate the dragon by introducing the townsfolk in trying to find a way to beat the dragon. We have, you know, we have quite a few townsfolk in West End that have specialities. We have a deep sea diver. We have a... a, a we have West End's best astronaut uh, to come and help us. Uh, we have a policeman, a caveman, uh, a caveman estate agent, and various other characters to come. Martin plays Herbie Sausages, the butcher. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, eventually the, the dragon's placated and all is well. It's a happy ending, of course, and there's oh, a bit no, of music. No spoilers, come on. Marcy, uh, did we, we show up inspiration in a place like West End? Or did you draw on the place for, for the characters that Jim's just mentioned? Uh, well, we kind of started off with a few uh, literary allusions, didn't we? It was um, uh, Dylan Thomas and uh, Lewis Carroll. We kind of, so we kind of wanted it to be fantastic, uh, which of course the West End is fantastic, but in a different way. I'm talking about fantastic in the uh, <laughs> more grandiose sense. Um, so yeah, we we just kind of did what we normally do, which is kind of like giggle about a lot of silly stuff and find that we can knit it all together so it wasn't too based on uh, any anything particularly too real um, you know we, we should, that should have been one of the nights surreal because uh, that's what we like about the surreality don't we what reaction do you think you're going to get from people who, who live around here when they watch it Oh, I, th I think there'll be plenty of groans, plenty of laughs. We like a groan. Yeah, and and hopefully, uh, you know, if if we do this this kind of thing again, or when we do this kind of thing again, people say, oh yeah, you know, it was it looked like really really good fun, and we want to get involved because we missed out this time, and uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll have people biting our hands off if we want uh, this is volunteers your first, in the future. Sorry, this is your first event and the first live public showing, is it? No, no, uh, no. We we've had. Um, a take on a, a Christmas Carol, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, and and we did the Agora, uh, the Backstreet sort of uh, themed uh, market with uh, Greater West End and more music, and we performed a little show in a sort of derelict garage, which was had an open roof, and, and last December, and we we uh, it was a series of vignettes, and we played it. We had a couple of plays on it, didn't we? In the same day, uh, me and Martin played. Um, anthropomorphic uh, cats that were also uh, what you call stand-up comedians so uh, we were dressed as cats it was a silliness based in the sort of turn of the last century and there was uh, you know there was a, a little love story in there as well so it's all been filmed and it's all going to be used again at some stage it's actually a lot of fun and a lot of creativity oh, yeah. I mean is, is the aim then just to involve people have a bit of fun or are you trying to get a career well, out of it what, what's your aim we're also trying to smash narrative and art together so we work with Creative West End uh, who uh, really uh, struggle sometimes with putting words together with their art so we're trying to force words upon them and narratives upon them and it's it's working. We've do, we've been working for the last eighteen months, and we've done some really good. So, I'd like to also say that some great artwork goes along to to do with these. And uh, um, we have great artwork from uh, uh, Rosanna and from Wendy O'Hara, uh, who does fantastic costumes for us to wear. The costumes will be the star on Saturday, without a doubt. Um, uh, Jeffrey will look magnificent <laughs> as the dragon. 
and I think he might even be able to blow purple smoke. <laughs> so, excellent. Yeah. excellent. So, well, it's a shame it's just a one-off, isn't it? I'm sure people would like to see it again. Do you think oh, well, you, would, com- you would, would repeat it if you can't make it this weekend? Well, the costumes the and, and the script still ex- will still exist afterwards, so it's, it won't be getting thrown away. So it's always redoable. So that's that's kind of the idea as well. We've got we've got three redoable scripts now. So we'll, we'll hopefully we'll uh, have many more to come. <laughs> But you said you mentioned before you were asking about whether or not we wanted to, whether this was about a career yeah. or but I think at the moment what we're wanting to do is make a safe space so that the nib can be self-sufficient so that we can get people coming in so that we can always have the heating on for people so they've got somewhere warm to come they've always got a brew and and that's that's the aim of the nib at this stage in the game so Brilliant. yeah maybe there'll be loftier plans but at the moment we just want people in we want people to feel comfortable coming in and happy and um, just yeah knowing that there's a safe space for them to come and write or even think about writing yeah. lots of ideas and we're, we're hoping obviously um, especially as, as Jim says it's coming up to uh, two years or it, well it has been two years actually the other day so we, we think very much more than usual at this time of year about where we'd like to go as well as being thankful for what we already have so uh, yeah hope, hopefully that can be something that we develop in the future funding I was going to say, yeah, where does your funding come from? Is it a case of just big borrowing and stealing, or how does uh, it work? It's bucket at the moment. We have had a thousand pounds off the council, and we're hoping to chase up more funding uh, f- uh, from this year onwards. It, it's a learning curve, and we have to learn, and it's a bit hard, uh, especially when you're starting out. But we'll we'll have to sort of make an extra effort to uh, to steer ourselves that way, because we can't do it on donations alone. Yeah. We don't expect large donations, so we'll have to chase some funding. Because yeah, up, up until up until the funding, really, it's been funded by members as well, hasn't it? Really, the rent and everything. And yeah. I, I don't say that to blow anyone's trumpet, but just to say that uh, you know, if if people are out there thinking how how do we do it ourselves or whatever, then yeah, it's it's the kind of donations and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. it's um, but we've been happy to do that. Great stuff. Well, good luck at the weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing the pictures. If nothing else, fantastic fire-breathing dragons in the West End on the promenade. You've got a great venue for a. A production of values in the frame, I think that'll look fantastic. If it's like it was this weekend, it was uh, crystal clear. I think it's a good forecast for Saturday, so you should should be all right, hopefully. But speaking about great performances, I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd love it if uh, Smog the Dragon, Jeffrey, could give us a roar, but I don't know whether your recording equipment might blow up if the full force <laughs> of uh, Jeffrey's roar I'm could I'm willing could to be take it. a chance to hear this roar. Go on, I'm, I'm poised, I'm braced. Tribute! Or I'll turn you into medium mare. <laughs> Thanks to Jim and the writers who make up the Nib Crib. Just search on Facebook to learn more. And as the darker nights approach, it might be something you fancy getting involved in. You'd be made very welcome. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Morecambe Bay podcast. We've got some news coming up soon, so subscribe and spread the word about the podcast that's all about the Bay. Follow us and get in touch.